welcome to We Slay Things. My name is Alyssa, and I play Kilbo Dragons. I am a non-binary dragonborn sorcerer. I uh, really like centaurs and long walks with my gentleman caller, Samuel Silvershield. I really like anything to do with lightning. I like the storms, yeah. It's all good fun with Adventurers Local 381. Hi, I'm Andy, and I play Belisar, a human fighter champion. My name is Amber, and I play the Hill Dwarf Paladin Emberlin. I'm Joe. I play Mima, the Tiefling Rogue. I'm Amy, and I play Twiggy Asparius, a forest gnome druid. I'm Thomas, and I play Zardex, Cleric of the Grave. Hello, my name is Jason, and I play Zomber Chubbins, a dwarven wizard of applied meteorology. Hi, I'm Mick. I'm the Dungeon Master. Adventures Local 381 came to Cordenia to see what's the deal with Cordenia. Uh, it turns out they were under the sway of a beholder and his creatures on the council of Cordenia. Adventures Local 381, intrepid adventures that they are, overthrew this corrupt government, put the queen back in her rightful place, helped reconstruct the council. And we're just about to celebrate their defeating of the Beholder when in came a report from Fort Bort of orcs attacking for sport. The party made short work of said orcs. And last time, the party decided to parlay with the orcs who had set up an impromptu tent in between Fort Bort and the orc camp. They had convinced Rodegog the Younger, the leader of the orcs, to accept a peace treaty. And just at the moment of acceptance, Rodegog's brother, whom they had briefly faced before, Maragog the Storm Sorcerer, had said, Now! And that is where we will pick up. Mimo, technically you're not first in initiative, but for this round you are. When you get back to Fort Bort, a couple of the soldiers point towards the tent and tell you that's where your party are. Uh, you begin making your way over. You throw open the, the flaps of this tent. What do you say to everyone? Hey, guys, I got the milk. Uh, there, the, there was a really long line at the store, the general store, where the, the saloon doors. Anybody, did I miss anything? Ha, ha, what, what's going on? What, what are you doing for you? is a room filled with orcs. Uh, There's a big table in the middle. Argos and your party members are sitting around it. Uh, At the far end of the table, you see this big, stately-looking orc. Right next to him is a furious, furious orc, whom you recognize from your last battle with the orcs, the, the flying sorcerer that was coming after you all. And he looks around the room and goes, Now! I want to throw my milk at him. Belisar, you are up. Can I do a nature check to see if that is camel milk? <laughs> uh, yes, this is bonus action. 11. Doesn't have that camel milk viscosity that you uh. know and love. Okay, so can I look around and see if like all the orcs are bad, including Rodagog? Like if they're all looking to fight us? Yes, we're, we are in bullet time right now. Uh, go yep. ahead and roll an insight check. I got a four. I want to go ahead and go as far as saying Belisar is xenophobic or bigoted against orcs. 
they all look pretty aggressive to you right now, and you're not sure if that's their default setting or if they're about to spring into action and try to murder you all. I'm going to run towards Maragog. All right. Roll me an athletics check. It's a 14. 14. You are about 15 feet from uh, Maragog with your normal movement. Is there anyone else like near me that I can chop a head uh, off? Or right next to Zardex. So can I jump and get there? You're, you're pretty close. Can I, within sword distance? If you're willing to use one of your attacks, you can be. Okay, fine. I'll do that. And I'm going to take out the flame of the proletariat. I'm just going to hack and away at him. I'm not going to. I'm not going to play any games. All right. Twenty-seven. That does hit. Seventeen. That also just hit. So you oh. managed to land two attacks. So it's going to be a twenty-eight for the first hit, and twenty-seven for the second hit. Couple things happen. Your first blow, you you go up and you stab into him very well. He was not expecting it. And you stab him pretty well. He, he grunts a little bit and uh, roll me a perception check. That's going to be a uh, 12. You think you hear a grunt sort of off to the side, but you're not 100% certain of that. And then you bring your sword around for the second hit. And this time he's aware of you. He starts to move back. You do slice into him. And at that moment, you feel a tingle. The hair on the back of your neck stands up and you feel lightning coursing through your body. I need you to roll me a strength saving throw. It's going to be a 21. 21. You feel as if it's trying to blast you back. You brace yourself and you are not pushed back, but you do take 20 lightning damage. Next up is Meemaw. Okay, well, I dropped my milk. I've dropped my milk. I'm taking out my sword. You are 100 feet away from Belisar and Sorcerer Dude. This is a big old tent. It is. It is rather large, yes. Are there any enemies near me? Uh, there is one a mere five feet away from you. I have to. I have to uh, save my good buddy Bilbo. What's his name? Belisar. Okay, yeah. I want. I want to dash then, so I can. I can dash and then use my movement with my sec with my cunning action. Yes. Is that sixty feet? Am I almost there? You are very close. I'm gonna take out my short bow. All right. And sling an arrow at this wizard man. I did a twenty-three to hit. Twenty-three does hit. Call me a stealth check. That's a nat twenty. Thirty-five. Uh, no, uh, we will call this sneak attack damage for sure. <laughs> That's a thirty-nine damage. Uh, roll me a perception check. You smack into him. You're not sure it did quite as much damage as you thought it would, but you know, it's a hit. Yeah. He's a hardy orc. He's probably resistant to something. Oh, he is. He is indeed very hardy. Next up is Rodagog the Younger, who is very shocked by recent developments. There's uh, his brother over here is yelling orders. Belisar has just leaped across the table, stabbed into this guy and lightning is shot through him. This tiefling opens a door, throws milk and then moves <laughs> over and shoots his brother with an arrow. A lot has gone on in the last couple of seconds, uh, and Rodagog is not quite sure what to do about it, and so on this turn, he does nothing. Next up is Emberlin. You are about 10 feet from Rodagog. You could very easily get to Maragog if you wish to do so. I'm going to go ahead and cast 
blinding smite. And then I am going to go ahead and run to Maragog. So I'm going to try to flank him if I can. You do manage to do that. I might try to do my maul just, you know, to break the, the seal. My first attack is 31. Just barely hits. <laughs> okay. So 32 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to hit him again with my maul. 26. 25 for the other damage. Roll me a perception check, Emberlin. 22. 22. You notice that as, you, as you're digging into Maragog with your attacks, it, they're hitting, and they're definitely doing damage, but he doesn't seem to be taking the brunt of the damage. What you do notice from your position and with that good perception check, you notice one of the orcs over in the corner, every time you hit him, seems to be taking a kind of damage with it. He also needs to do a constitution saving throw. 21. 32 on the second one. Next up are some of the orcs. The first round of orcs, this big bunch of burly orc guards who are sort of in the four corners of the room, moving into the center of the room. They don't attack this round, uh, but they do look rather aggressive. Next up are the orc blades, also rather terrifying looking critters. Kilbo. Yes. It's going to move in and attack you with a longsword twice. That is a nine. That's going to miss. That is slightly better at 14. It does not which hit my also armor going glass. To miss. This orc blade comes running up to Kilbo, misses badly, tries to swing back around, and she fucking matrixes yeah. out of that move as it right over, narrowly missing an, a well-oiled dreadlock. Zabrachubbin. One runs up and starts to stab at you with its longsword. 22. Yeah, that'll hit. And the second attack uh, is a 14. No. 16 flashing damage. Comes up and he stabs into you and goes <laughs> swing again and the second time you move out of the way. One of them has run up and is now attempting to attack Argos. Miss a miss. Argos is now awake. Next up is Maragog. Bring it, bitch. Maragog waves his hand, and there are now four of him standing in your space. Alathar, he goes after you with a hand. Ooh, is it a, is it a good touch or a bad touch? Uh, this is a bad touch. Oh. That's a 30 to hit. You take 27 lightning damage. Okay, that, was that a spell? Was that a spell? Uh, yes, it was. Can I uh, do my uh, Mage Slayer? You can attempt to, yes. Okay. That's a critical 19. You smash into him with, as he reaches out and touches you on your metal armor with a shocking grasp and you feel the lightning through you. You instinctively stab into him. Go ahead and roll damage. 26 damage. I need you to make a strength saving throw. 14. You are pushed 20 feet back from him. Damn. Wow. Next up is Zardex. Rodagog, explain yourself. I did not ask for this. I wish to make peace. Your brother seems to have different plans. Stand down, orcs, or face the wrath of my breakfast burrito. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cast Holy Weapon on... uh, Belisar is probably closest. Uh, Belisar is technically closest to you. Uh, Belisar, you have a Holy Weapon again. 
That gives you plus 2d8 radiant damage with your weapon. Mass healing word. Get ready, guys. Get ready. Polish this one-digit one digit heals here. 14 each. Twiggy, you are up. Okay, I'm going to speak in Orcish to Rotogog. I'm going to say I told you of the lies. I warned you that his deceit and deception will bring you all to ruin. You say you want peace? Then show that you want peace by being honorable and fighting with us against this insanity that your brother brings upon us. Roll a persuasion check with advantage. 21. 21. Says, yes, you were right, little one. Now I shall have to help strike him down. I turned to Belisar. Did, did Twiggy just persuade something? Yeah, fucking somebody. <laughs> I learned some persuasion skills and it worked, guys. <laughs> Then I'd like to conjure my air elemental, and I will order it to only attack orcs that attack our party and to protect Rodagog as well, unless he attacks us. Uh, and then I will uh, shift into a uh, air elemental as well. Everyone, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Team. Okay. You feel something kind of start to wash over your eyes and you shrug it off. No problem. Belisar, make me a constitution saving throw. I got a nat 20, so I got a 31. Okay, yeah, you feel the same thing. Like, your eyes start to glass over, and you shake it off. No problem. Emberlin. Emberlin. Me again? Yep. 15. You feel like someone has tried to blind you yet again, and you shrug it off. Twiggy, this orc goes to reach out to attack you, and you, you see necrotic energy moving from his fingertips, and you duck out of the way as his hand misses you. Next up are a couple of orc claws. One of them is going to run up to Maragog. You see that Maragog is somewhat healed by this spell. That one is going to roll and tack at Zabrachubbins. That's an 18. I think that hits. I mean, like, yeah, yes. 15 radiant damage, and you are glowing right now. The next attack on you gets advantage. Ooh. This guy is going to aim at Belisar. That's an 18. Miss. The radiant beam goes flying over your shoulder and hits one of the tent walls, and it kind of is sparkly for a minute. That's pretty. Uh, It's really very pretty. Next up is Kilbo. I want to do the eyes things with Rudagog. All right. Roll me an insight check. A nat 20. He's on the level. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Um, And they need to make a constitution saving throw. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a 19. So I think he saves. That's a dirty 20. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a natural 20. So they're all going to save. Fuck. Go ahead and roll damage. Save your JK. 17. So not great. Eight. Ooh, he's having a bad day. That one is going to go up. He's going to give a battle cry. And he's going to make an attack on Argos. And misses. Uh, 16 damage to the air elemental. Slashing damage. It is not magical. Okay, so half. So eight. One of them is going to move up and attack Timberland. That's a 21. 
I'm 21. So that's a hit. That's a natural 20. It's not a crit, though. Bing! 13 damage, Emberlin. And another one actually did have enough movement to get in range of you, Emberlin. So bad news. It misses. It misses again. Flanked with fucking advantage from a war cry. It cannot hit you with two swings of a great axe. Emberlin the unkillable. Next up is Zobber Chubbins. You Finally. have an orc right behind you who just stabs you in the gut. In that case, is it possible I could cast my crown of stars? Yeah, you, you can do crown of stars. I'm going to cast that and then shoot the guy who's behind me. Roll a ranged spell attack. 18 plus. I'm sure I got him. Oh, yeah. 18 hits. 39 damage. Ah, damn. Y'all who are looking at Zabrachevans, you see this crown of radiant light appear above his head, and he flicks one of them and explodes in the chest of this orc that had just stabbed him. He staggers back. He's not moved, but he is definitely damaged. This untouched orc is looking a little injured right now. Back up to the top of the order to Belisar. Can I do a perception check and kind of look around and see the landscape of... Yeah, go ahead and do a perception check. That's an 11. Uh, An 11. uh, Because they are standing next to each other, it's a little easier to see that they are, uh, you know sort of magically linked. You don't see a direct connection, but you can definitely tell the now considerably more injured work who is healing him up definitely seems to have some connection to Maragog. So the healing orc, can I flank him? You could get behind him. He also has an ally right nearby. There's a big clump of fight at the top of this table. I'll try to get behind him at least. And I'm going to try to hack at this Random red shirt. Right. 17. 17 hits. 26. Also going to hit. 14. Just hits on the third one. Okay, that's 36 for the first one. And 42 for the second. I want you to go ahead and roll that third attack again. Uh, I'm going to say that you step up and you make an attack on Maragog as you kill the orc claw who was helping him out. So you want me to roll a d20? Uh, yes. 22? That hits. And that's going to be 39 on Maragog. 39. Ouch. He does not enjoy that. I need you to make a strength saving throw. That's a one. Oh, that's bad news. Yeah. 20 <laughs> lightning damage and are pushed back 20 feet. That leads to an attack of opportunity. 24. Uh, that hits. Uh, only nine slashing damage. You got lucky. It was a, a quick shot. But you are currently out of melee range with Maragog. Meemaw, you are up. No, Belisar! Poor buddy! Oh, jeez. We'll see you soon! You can... <laughs> no, or, or, no, no, no. I say, are you okay, bud? Are you okay? You can hop up. <laughs> I'm not... Oh, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Oh, yeah. uh, I want to run up to uh, Maragog and, and stab him with my rapier. Since you have an ally nearby, it is a sneak attack. Yes. Sneak I only got a seven, uh, 18. 18 does hit. 36 damage. Fucking hell. Belsar, how many hit points you got? 
I got 82. I am just over half. Bye. Maragog, after getting stabbed by Mima, looks over at you and says, Yes, I may die, but so will you. Oh, no power word kill. He casts power word kill on you. You're below 100. You're already on the ground, and everything goes black. You are currently dead. Good job, Zauber. Next up is Rotagog. Rotagog sees this and fucking furious stands up, takes out a great axe, and begins swinging at his own brother. Good. And fucking critically misses. Does hold on to it. Swings again. Doesn't do much better. Swings a third time and goddamn misses. The fourth one, the, the fourth one still stands. Maragog does take some damage finally as, as he, his brother finally on the fourth fucking try hits him. Next up is Emberlin. So I'm going to go ahead and do improved divine smite if I can. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do that as a level two, which means that I get to do four extra D8 damage if I, if I hit. All right. I'm going to go ahead and uh, try to hit him. The mall just didn't feel right, so I'm going to go ahead and do my great sword again. 23. That hits. 42. As you see Maragog kill Belisar, as his brother comes up, swings, cuts into him, you stick your blade right through his chest. Yeah. And he falls to the ground dead. Bastard. If you want, there are two war chiefs right next to you. The right one. Still have 27. Uh, yeah, that's going to hit. 35. 35. Yeah, you crack into him very well. He is still standing. He still looks real beefy, but yeah, he took a shot there. I shouldn't have bought all those long-lived Belisar's t-shirts. At this, at this point, Rodagog screams, Stand down! And all the other orcs sort of freeze up for a second. Next available is Zardex. Roll me an insight check. I'll give you this one as a freebie. 16. 16. You can tell they could kind of go either way at this point. Well, I won't antagonize them. How about that? I will walk up to my fallen comrade, Belisar and cast Revivify. I start chewing up a handful of diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. You touch a creature that has died within the last minute. That creature returns to life with one hit point. The spell cannot return to life a creature that has died of old age, like Fry's dog, nor can it restore any missing body parts. Elenvor, return this soul. You see... This big, groovy-looking dude with a white dude afro and a red headband. And you're, you're walking up to him, you know, you died in battle like you always thought you would go. And he goes, no, nah, man, it ain't your time, brother. And you wake up in the <sighs> on the floor with Zardak leaning over you, thinking about the saddest episode of Futurama ever. So I, I gasp. 
And yeah, I, unfortunately, I, that is the end of your turn. Twiggy, you are up. Your air elemental <laughs> is uh, not particularly happy about the situation right now. What are you going to do? Roll a perception check. 24. You get the feeling that right now all the orcs in the room are holding because their leader has just intimidated them into stopping. You're not 100% sure that will hold. What you noticed was as soon as Maragog said now, they all started to move into motion. Now that he's dead, you suspect that they are uncertain. His brother and their ruler has seen them react against his orders. A coup. You get the sense this might have been a coup in progress. Uh, At the moment, it has failed, and at the moment, they are uncertain. Samurai. I'm going to, uh, since I can't talk to anyone, because no one understands me. I speak primordial. I'd like to go over, and perhaps that one with the sword standing over him, I'm going to order my air elemental as well, that both of us go over to that one and flank it and just kind of stand there and ready in action should it attack. Your air elemental, unfortunately, takes a nat 20 for an attack of opportunity. Just reacted, uh, and that's going to be 12 damage on the air elemental. Uh, But the two of you are able to get over and flank this creature that's on Zyberchavins. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? I guess just ready in action. If there's an attack, I want to or hold my action. Kilbo, you are up next. There is one that is sort of standing over you, but currently looks a bit confused. Uh, I don't want to attack anyone. I'm going to just do again to that one. Roll an intimidation check. Okay. Okay, 18 and 5. Yeah, I mean, that's enough. I rolled an 18 to contest it. So uh, he steps back. And is currently disengaged with you. Are we cool here? I'm just going to go. I'm going to point to Radagog and I'm going to say. He continues to look somewhat confused. (laughs) Uh, The appropriate response to Kilbo. Anything else you want to do? I'm going to say, Radagog, what are we going to do here? Do you trust any of these men? They all seemed very willing to follow your brother. What are we going to do? We came here to negotiate peace. We believe that you would like to also negotiate peace, but what are we going to do? I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to make that treaty, and anyone who dares stand against me now will pay for it with his life. This sounds good to us. You see him twirling the axe, and you just see one little rivulet of blood on it. Mostly it looks very clean at the moment. Okay. (laughs) Anything else you want to do on your turn? Is there any food left on the table? Like any cake? A lot of it uh, has been knocked over as Belisar, as part of the reason he struggled uh, jumping across the tables. He he stepped in some of the food. Belisar had a pot, the pie on his foot. Uh, (laughs) There is is some some pastry on the table. I'm going to take a pastry and and start nibbling on that. Uh, How how obviously are you doing that? I mean, pretty goddamn. Like, I'm going to be like... I want you to roll me a performance check. Okay, yeah, straight up. Nine, but performance, well, only five. I mean, that's that's still 14. 14. You, you make something of a show out of it, like just showing how badass you are <laughs> in this tense moment eating some fucking cake. Yeah. Uh, Zobber Chummins. There are two air elementals flanking this orc who is up on you who currently looks very confused. 
Can I just ready an action in case he like gets aggressive to shoot him with one of my moats? Yeah. Belisar, you are lying prone on the ground, wondering why you feel so bad when only a few seconds ago you were like in the fight, you know, injured but ready to go. And now you're laid out. You've just witnessed death. Jesus, what a Zardax. What the, what the hell just happened? I think it's some kind of powerful necromantic spell that you were hit with. Luckily, he was also hit with <laughs> the equally powerful sword in the heart, I believe. Is Maragog dead? I, I will help you up if that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, you. as you look over, you, you definitely see him lying on the ground. You feel like shit. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a potion of superior healing. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at Rodagog. And I'm going to say, Rodagog. It appears that in the end, perhaps the siblings of Rodagog the Elder indeed killed Belisar. Let us put down our swords and walk away with peace in our hands. And our hearts. And, and hearts and minds. <laughs> Look, I just died, goddammit. Uh, I want you to roll me a persuasion check. Uh, dirty, <laughs> dirty 20. Says, yes, you have paid with your life for the death of my father. I think we can call it square. Now, does anyone else wish to raise their arms against us? You hear the sounds of swords being sheathed, of axes being laid down. Your persuasion roll has finally convinced these orcs that they'd rather not die at the hands of you all and their angry leader. Zardex does make the offer to resurrect Maragog, but Rodagog says, No, I do not think that would be wise. I know, I was trying to uh, <laughs> cut the tension. A I'm not familiar with orcish death rites, but I'm actually fascinated by how that might work he's, out. He is a traitor. We shall leave him for the scavengers, as I will leave anyone else who dares turn against me again. And you, you see all of these orcs, these big, scary-looking dudes, uh, immediately go down to the ground, swearing fealty. There are 18 of them of the 20 that were left, and they all decided oh, they'd, they'd rather be alive than fuck with you all. He orders them to begin tearing down the tent, and they do so. Maragog's body is left there. As they begin tearing away the tent, as they begin moving away, Rodagog uh, comes up to you, Belisar, who is doing considerably better, but still feeling very, very poorly. You get the sense this sort of thing it might take you a couple days to recover from. But he says to you, I hated you for many, many years. But I would say you truly are a worthy warrior, my friend. And he offers you his massive hand. I will take it. Your clan is uh, perhaps the greatest warriors I have ever met, other than Adventures Local 381. If ever you need our service, uh, we will be there with for you. Perhaps we can even open up a chapter in your neck of the woods. But I, this blood feud that has existed for 15, 20 years, however long it's been at this point, I am glad to finally bury the hatchet and to know that the son of the, the great Rodagog is leading the orcs of the East. And if you ever need my help, send word. And he gives 
a nod to you all. And those of you who know anything about Orcish culture know that this is a great sign of respect he has just given you all. Argos, who took a little damage, but not much. Actually, I don't think anybody hit him. He says, my people will be in touch in the next few days. You'll no doubt be hearing from someone named Vita Gracchus within the week. And Rodagog nods and says, we are ready for this treaty. And he begins moving back. The soldiers around him, you can see, have been surrounded by other soldiers and are, are moving rather sheepishly. You don't get the sense that they will be killed, but you do get the sense that uh, any status they might have had is probably going to be demoted to latrine duty for a while. Ugh, orc latrines. Orc latrines. Yeah, orc latrines. yeah orc. picture Burning Man. No. Uh, <laughs> Stop there. So what you're saying is there are no latrines. The orc invasion has been quelled. What do you all want to do? Did Ro- did uh, Maradog have any cool stuff on his body? Uh, roll an investigation check. They just let us pillage his body. <laughs> he might have left it there. No, no, I'm I'm already while you guys were like making your treaty or anything. I'm I'm over next to Maragog and looting well, his and corpse. Well, did say we'll leave him to the scavengers, and, uh, and Joe uh, is the scavenger. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two thumbs and likes to scavenge. Uh, that's of twenty four. 24. Uh, you see that this dead storm sorcerer has actually got quite a few impressive items. Uh, he is wearing, not that it saved him, he's wearing an elven chain shirt. You see that he had both a cloak of protection and a ring of protection. Wow. <laughs> you see this, this kind of fan, like a fancy looking fan. Uh, you also see a wand, and, and this one you would probably recognize. Twiggy has one herself it's a wand of magic missiles by far the most impressive thing he's holding is this big staff that looks like it's got a lightning bolt on the end of it hmm. hey this guy's got a lot of cool shit on him did anybody want anything uh, I, like, I like lightning staff i got i got okay i got two people who who needs a lightning staff i got zobber i got killbo belisar will take his ear and add it to his necklace Oh, this is distressing. Yeah, you uh, you have no problem doing that. You take out a little dagger. Well, did anyone like cool staff with lightning powers? I don't know, Kilbo. It kind of looks like it has your name on it. I take armor. Then I do not need all the goodies. I will take the staff. I yes, need Yes, my friend Mima, you will take staff and you will have magic uh, lightning powers. Also, I'll take the magic wand and the magic fan, please. Thank you, everybody. Ooh, wait, what's the fan? I want to know what the fan is. He's already pocketed it's it. It's mine. It's already in my bag. <laughs> here's, here's what happened. Mima goes to fan himself and is like... I'm <laughs> 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 like, Wow, it's like one of Kellen Bohr's music videos. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does look like that. Uh, he he had a mustache before he did this, and now it's gone. Um, okay, you could have this fan. I don't want it. <laughs> well, if no one wants the cloak of protection, I might take it and attune with that instead of my cloak of displacement. And can I check out this fan that I just blew out of Mima's hand? Basically, it allows you to cast gust of wind once a day. <laughs> okay, I give Twiggy the 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 fan and the cloak, but I got still got the ring to sell later. At this point, Argos comes over to you all and says, "Well, excellent work, everyone. We now need to report to the council that 
we've staved off the orcish invasion but um i would say you all have have served the the kingdom of cordinia admirably it has been an honor serving with you i feel compelled to do death rites on the thousands of dead orcs around since it's my job and all you know the ones from the battle the other day have have been removed from the battlefield zardax i would say your passive perception is high enough that that you you were able to see funeral pyres being burned for the ones that had died in battle. I think I'll I think I'll intervene with with good old Kellenvor and give him a word give him the word about this asshole first. I'll give him the shitty death rites. You go and you actually perform the the death rites for the Raven Queen. Yeah. I, I write uh, no hard feelings, Zardy. Exo <laughs> exo. <laughs> My friends, I am wondering if before we leave Cordinia to, I don't know, perhaps back to the compound to check in with Quevin, make sure he's not destroying anything, and Twiggy, make sure your friend hasn't brought in any evil, vile creatures. Come on! I I presume that he's doing just fine. It wouldn't be too much of an inconvenience to go back into Cordinia proper um, so I could say my final goodbyes to the queen. Oh, I think we deserve. I think we deserve at least a week vacation here. This is lovely place. Yeah, uh, you should. You should go into like. Do they have hot springs, my my friend? You should definitely find a hot spring. And, oh, the hottest of hot springs. Yes, this is so good. <laughs> we we have to, we haven't checked on the shop in weeks or days. I know, but I would like to eat some of the chocolate so we can do this. Yes, agreed. And perhaps have a big celebration. In yes. town. Argo says, yes, we, it is overdue. Which of you can teleport? Before y'all leave, as, as a celebration, you fire off six moats. And yeah. they, I mean, these are a massive fucking explosion. 4d12 is nothing to squeeze yeah. out. It's like mortars. Um, yeah. yeah, like straight up fireworks. Like, and, and, and from the distance, you do hear the cheers from Fort Bort. As the moats explode with a report. Okay, let's go, guys. So, yeah, Twiggy, you put on your helmet and you concentrate on the palace at Cordenia and... There you are, no problem. This is a familiar location at this point. You've studied it well, and you all are back in the palace of Cordenia. The queen and the rest of the council, here's your story as you all relate what has happened. Uh, Vita Gracchus says, oh, good. It's been a while since I've negotiated a new treaty. And she, she runs off down to her office. Uh, she comes back a little while later. She's got, you know, scrolls and books and ledgers and stuff that she's cramming into a travel bag. Oh, she's so excited about commerce. Yes. But you also know, Twiggy, that she's looking out for little people. She's not just okay. brutal, yes. unfettered, I turned myself into a mini Kilbo. And we high five. I would like to speak to the council. I will look directly at the queen. My queen. I am indeed Belisar, royal guardian of the kingdom of Cordinia. Grand Archon, Receiver of the Corona Obsidianalis, Slayer of Rotogog, 
the Great, Rider of the Blue Dragon of the Anorak Desert, Slayer oh, of Hill Giants, Friend of Craddock, the King of the Dragon or the Giants, Friend of Balagbrand, the Fire Elemental, the Slayer of the Faerim, the one who bested the Raven Queen's Labyrinth, elected leader of Adventures Local 381, Slayer of Kuali, the Fire of Freeti, friend of Rinorath, the Brass Dragon, ally of Timor the Jinn, vanquisher of the Mages of Shadowbar, sojourner of Avernus, the first level of Hell, <laughs> leader of Belisar's army, liberator of Cordinia, slayer of Lanushk, the beholder and champion of the Neo-Cordinian Orc War. And my queen, I have to say that in the end, I am but your humble servant. I cannot stay in Cordinia, but my hope is to return and, and stay in Cordinia. And I have but one request from you, is that you wait for me and I shall return to your side someday, perhaps. Roll persuasion, Jack. I got a nat 20. The queen says, Belisar, I, 15 years ago, I made a mistake. And I took the wrong side. And I hope, Belisar, that you have forgiven me because my kingdom would not exist without you. And any time you wish to return to your home here, you are welcome. I, I thank you all. You all have helped to set my kingdom on its two feet again. And there's no way that we will ever be able to repair you, but if ever we can assist you, <laughs> as if you all would need assistance, you can call on the people of Cordenia, and we will do everything in our power to help you. Can I do a perception check to see if, like, the queen is really into Belisar? <laughs> uh, that would be more insight. Insight. I also want to do this check. Three. That was 16. Belisar, this, this half-elf royal figure is hard to read. Practically carved out of marble. You are so enamored with her beauty, with the whole sort of mystique of this figure that she's a, just a cipher to you. You can't read her at all. Um, can, I? can I try? Yeah, you can roll an inside check. I just rolled an 18. That would be a 27. Kilbo and especially Zardex, I would say the two of you detect a great fun uh, from Belsar uh, from Queen Thera Rasta. But the, the queen does seem to have feelings for him. I don't know that she would necessarily consummate those feelings, but there's at least a great respect and some attraction to him. Would you be willing to endorse my new chocolate brand? Absolutely, my dear. And Vita, you know, says, uh, yes, uh, I've, I've got some paperwork that you'll need to sign, but we, we could do that very quickly. Holy Nimbus Chocolate Company. You go with Vita, you go to the shop, they're filling out some paperwork. One, one of your assistants immediately goes and breaks out a paint can and begins, you know, working on the new sign for Holy Nimbus Chocolate Company. Anything else y'all want to do with the, uh, you, you do set up a trust. You'll, you'll manage to get, you know, earnings on a quarterly basis, a percentage from what they get. Any other business you all have in Gordinia? Belisar, I, I, I want to ask you, 
How is it returning here? Well, I have to say that I am absolutely in your debt. One for your deity to turn me away from uh, the, the beyond, and for you to bring me back. It is only part of what I owe you and all of everyone here. I'm attempting to make amends for what has happened. Well, I feel that your betrayal of so many of your friends um, over the years and and your guilt and your actions since we got out of the Raven Queen's labyrinth, uh, you have proven yourself. And I, I, do not, I do not see any ill will. I don't want to have any ill will towards you, it my friend. Be, it will be some... It will be some time before I feel that debt has been repaid in earnest, but I appreciate uh, that you say that. Uh, I mean, to, to return to Cordinia, I do feel that this will be my home someday, but I cannot stay here. Uh, Cordinia must continue on with a new generation and a new life, and I feel that there is much more for me to do with Adventures Local 381. I feel like in order to really spread the flame of the proletariat to all the land, that there is there's much to be done. There is much injustice in this world. I would agree. Let us kick some ass. Let us murder some people. I mean, less murder, more righteous <laughs> retribution? The sun is setting on the day. Do y'all wish to remain in Cordenia, or do y'all want to go back to your compound? Let's enjoy this town for once. I want to read my book. Wherever it's, it happens. So, is will there be a party in Cordenia, or shall we? Oh yeah, no. There, there's a there's a full on celebration once all the paperwork with the uh, Holy Nimbus Chocolate Factory is is settled. You all are treated to a great feast. Uh, it's not quite an entirely traditional triumph, but there is definitely an element of that. You can tell it's something that Argos and uh, Paulus have thrown together sort of last minute. Uh, but they, they definitely give give you great honors, Belisar. They, they spend half an hour reading out your various accomplishments, embellished and or otherwise. But yeah, it is it is a great celebration. The, all night, all of you are, there's a stream of Cordinian people coming up and thanking you all, kissing your hands, falling to your feet, you know. And they take every one of them and I say, you are equal to us. I'd like you all to roll a perception check. So those of you who've got 20 or above, as you're looking out over the crowd, you see sort of a crotchety old human man. And uh, Zardex and uh, Zabra Chubbins, the two of you recognize him. And based on the descriptions you all have given, the rest of you are like, is that? It's a human man. He's a librarian at a place called Rubica. Zabra Chubbins and Zardex, you, you look over and you see the librarian Tacitus look at you all and smile. It's not much of a smile, but you get the sense it's the biggest smile he's had in about 15 years. And there's a a, a loud noise as a bard does a a fire trick for you all. And you you just glance over for a second. And when you glance back, you don't see Tacitus any longer, but you do get the sense that he's very proud at what you were able to accomplish uh, in your time here in Cordenia. You party late into the night. Uh, every, everyone has a grand old time. Those of you who are looking to get laid don't have any problems doing that. You wake the next morning, maybe a little hungover, but in a celebratory mood, knowing that you have accomplished everything 
you could have hoped to accomplish in Cordenia and likely even more. And that is where we will pick up next time. You have been listening to We Slay Things, edited by Andy Gabor. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more. Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Inside Joke, Taco Bell, Mexican Pizza, rest in peace, Mexican Pizza is a Taco Bell, and also Van Halen.